We all have situations, experiences, and moments in our life when we know deep at our core we have to do something different. We have to pivot. And regardless of how big or small that pivot is, it requires us to change something in our life. And that change can feel really uncomfortable. However, it is that change that is creating something entirely new. And it is that newness that creates a very different way of life in one area or multiple areas of our life. What's this all about? It is all about reinventing, reinventing thyself. My name is Michelle Shutter, and I'd like to welcome you to Reinventing Thyself. I am so glad that you joined me today because it is here that we'll move beyond our old self, our old identity, and that trailer of garbage from the past that we like to pull into the future, but really need to ditch that hitch. It is here that will move into that place of reinvention and embracing the newness of it all. Are you ready to step into reinventing thyself? Because guess what? It is never too late and your time is now. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 15 of Reinventing Thyself. My name is Michelle Shutter, and I love to support women in really reinventing thyself because let's face it, we go through reinventions all the time, sometimes big, sometimes small, it doesn't matter. What matters is that we embrace the newness of change and really lean into those pivots, but that can be scary, that can be uncomfortable, that can be like oh my gosh, what did I just get myself into? So this podcast and this YouTube channel is to support you through that process of reinventing thyself. Now, I'm glad that you showed up today because today we're going to talk about taking on other people's pain. And I'm going to share a, a story that happened last week with you. But before I do that, I would love for you to share this episode to subscribe to this so that when I do drop new podcasts or new videos, you are able to get it right away. Now, you might think, oh my gosh, like, how is taking on somebody's pain reinventing thyself, right? Like, it doesn't seem that if we take on somebody else's pain that we're able to really move in the direction that we want to go. And it's really easy, actually, to take on other people's pain when we are reinventing thyself. So I want this episode to be an episode where it creates some awareness for you so that if you are in the process of reinventing thyself, that you see this happening, or if you see this happening, you know that, okay, I might need to pull back here and really take a deep dive into what is going on. So before I connect all this for you, I want to share a story that happened last week. Um, last week, my son, who um, he'll be 20 in August, came home from work and he was really upset, very emotional. Um, he works for a landscaping company. I thought that maybe something happened at work, that he crashed a truck or something, and he was really upset about it. And that wasn't the case. Um, the day before, 
there was a motorcycle accident in the town that we live in and they hadn't released the name, but we knew that the, the man that was killed was an 18 year old person and come to find out this 18 year old that passed in this motorcycle accident was a classmate of my son's was a friend of my son's was his partner at work for the majority of the time. And so he was just, he was devastated. And as a mom and obviously somebody that who has feelings as well, um, it was so easy to want to jump in there and want to take away all this pain, all this hurt, all the grief that he was feeling like, and if you're a mom, you know that too, you know that feeling, right? Like it's almost like you want to put a, a super, put on your super cape and step into that superpower. And yet at the same time, like I was just feeling that, that emotion of all that hurt and disbelief as well and sorrow because my gosh, this boy was 18, right? Like he had his whole life in front of him and in an instant um, he's gone. And at, at the same time, of feeling that and wanting to be supportive and and be that that place of strength for my son, I also realized that, gosh, I can't, I can't take that away from him, and, and nor nor should I, nor nor do I want to, because his pain is his experience, and he has to fit to really experience that fully whatever it looked like for him. And, and yes, you know, we, we had some conversation around, okay, don't be drinking tonight because that, you know, just makes it so much worse, right? That, that whole piece of alcohol just amplifies the emotions um, sometimes uncontrollably and, and, and you have no control over it, nor, you know, don't dive into that place of, eating a whole lot of junk food because that doesn't make things better. And it's that whole place of stuffing feelings rather than allowing yourself to experience them. Now, unfortunately he did dive into the junk food and, and, and they did have a night where, you know, friends were together to really go through that, that grieving process and share stories and, and bring some healing to their hearts. And, and yet again, at the same time, there was still that piece of me that just wanted to go in almost like a vacuum, right? And just pull it out, pull it out of that, out of him so that he just didn't have to experience that. And you might be thinking like, my gosh, like how on earth does this even relate to reinventing oneself? And here's what happens when something in our life changes, it's really easy to want to appease that other person, want to make it okay for that other person, yet not necessarily okay for us. And we can get into this habit very easily of taking on other people's pain. Now, I bring up that situation with my son. Obviously, that, that's an extreme situation, right, when you are dealing with grief. But 
think about, you know, if you're a mom again, you know, when your kids are hurt or, or they fall down and they're little, right? And they just want to kiss and you want it, they want it all better, you want you to make it better. And yet at the same time, can you truly take that pain away? Now, when, when you make a change of some sort in your life, whether it is, you know, a career change, um, you're looking maybe to start a business, a health change. Um, you're just looking for a new way to make make an income or relation, changes in your relationships, right? There's someone at some point during that change, someone that you are connected to that inevitably will be disappointed, disappointed in some way. Now, they're not necessarily disappointed in your choice, but they're disappointed because they have a new situation that they have to deal with that you may or may not be involved in. Now, I want to share with you a, a story that happened today. Today, um, I was getting my hair done, and the woman was sharing that was doing my hair was sharing with me about how she had worked um, at a hospital and then wanted to transition full-time into um, her business as a stylist. And she knew that she was going to inevitably let somebody down because of this new change. And that person, you know, would potentially be disappointed in that. Now, she went forward with it, you know, had the conversation, made the change, and yet at the same time, it was important to realize that, that it wasn't her pain to take on. It was the other person's pain, but yet we avoid situations where another person may be impacted or we drag our feet or we procrastinate and delay in making a decision about something because we know somebody else is going to be impacted by our choice. And essentially, we hold our own self back. And we have to remember that that's not, that's not our job. That is not our pain to take on. We have to remember that when we deny somebody else their full experience of pain, we're actually holding them back. We're holding them back from really diving deep and, and removing the layers and the blocks and, and the unconscious beliefs that are there that they need to process through, that they need to transform that energy. And when we don't give them the opportunity for that experience, we're holding them back in a different way. So the, our ego, like good heart of our ego, in a, in a sense, thinks that we're doing the right thing by not allowing somebody else to experience our pain. But yet, are we? Are we? And so I bring, I bring that whole piece up of, you know, somebody inevitably will be disappointed with your choice. Another thing that change can bring up is a whole lot of insecurities that they are experiencing. Now, I, sh I share an example with you, it, like let's just say like in terms of health. So let's say you're in a, a relationship with somebody and yet you're just at this point where, dang, I want, I want to feel good in my body, right? I want to lose some extra weight. I want to have more energy. I want to just feel that radiance again and 
have that vitality back in my life and you're all excited to to make this change and yet your partner perhaps is starting to feel some insecurities and those insecurities will be amplified as you start seeing results so those those insecurities are that place of being envious and jealous and that all starts to bubble to the surface yet they, he or she, isn't willing to do anything different, right? Like, so you're on this path almost solo. And so, again, you don't get to hold yourself back because of their insecurities. You have every opportunity. You deserve every opportunity to move forward in the direction that you want to go. However, if you make that choice to take on their pain, you'll never get the results that you are seeking because the energy that you could be using to get more results, to amplify those results, to really move into a a different vibrational energy are now being held back by the weight of the emotional energy from this other person. It's almost like it's a, an energy vampire, right? That it's sucking it out and, and almost like shackling you at the ankles because he or she wants you to stay in that same place. And that doesn't feel good. That doesn't feel good. So again, as you make a change, other people's crap, essentially, is going to bubble to the surface. So keep that in mind. The last point I want to make here is that your happiness in in life, in what you want to do, in reinventing yourself, is not secondary to somebody else's happiness. Your happiness is a priority. Your happiness is equal to, if not even a little bit more, because only you have that place of inner happiness where you can control that. External situations, they amplify your happiness, but happiness is an inside job. And you can't make that inside job secondary to somebody else's happiness. And, you know, there there are times in our life that we feel in some way that it's, it's a noble thing to do. You're, it's a martyr in some way because we keep the other party happy, right? We, we took on their pain. We made it easier for them or we made their situation better than ours so that they wouldn't have to experience that pain, that they could stay in that happiness. And yet we took that pain on. So how can we step into that fullest expression of ourself when we're weighted down by that other person's pain? Now, when we do that, when we make our happiness secondary, essentially we have um, diluted, we have broken down, we have burnt the boundaries that we have set for ourselves. And maybe there's a situation where we haven't even set those boundaries right? So that is something we just, we really want to be conscious of and and know that our happiness is not secondary, especially when we're reinventing ourselves. Our happiness shouldn't be secondary ever, 
but particularly when we're looking to lean into that pivot and, and really make a change. And so what I, I want you to consider, I want you to think about is, you know, what are you denying the other person when you take on their pain? And I alluded that, you know, earlier, just a few moments ago in terms of when we take on other people's pain, we're really robbing them the opportunity to be conscious around these feelings, these emotions, the, this junk that is bubbling to the surface. And we're really robbing them the opportunities to move through some of these layers to really transform that energy into something that will serve them greater. And when, when we're younger, and it really depends on, on how you're brought up, right? Some families fully embraced feelings and allowed whether you were boys or girls to fully experience the feelings, whatever it looked like. But there are plenty of people that have grown up where they haven't really had the opportunity to fully experience their emotions and feelings. And so what do we do instead? We just like stuff them down, right? And, and that's where the alcohol comes in. That's where the food comes in. That's where gambling, sex, um, all that comes into play because we're not willing to sit in the space of fully feeling those feelings and emotions. And so I want to wrap up here in terms of, you know, I started sharing my son's story of what had happened in a while, you know, last week and really how I wanted just desperately to take on that pain for him. And yet at the same time, there was just such a complete awareness that happened in that moment, knowing that, no, that, that's not me. That, that's not my role. My role is, yes, to be supportive and shower him with love and know that I will be there for him. But yet he has to have the opportunity to fully experience all those emotions himself. And so where I'm going with this is I really want you to, I've got four questions for you to perhaps you can pause it after I study a question or perhaps just write the questions down and then allow yourself some time to really reflect on this in some way and see what comes to the surface for you when you are looking and thinking about this in terms of taking on other people's pain. So that first question is, you know, where do you take on other people's pain in your life? Where is that showing up? The second question is, where are you overwhelmed? Because that's a big clue. When we, move, when we are in a state of overwhelm or we move into a state of overwhelm, it is evident that we have put ourselves secondary. And we've done that because we want everybody else to be happy. And, and it's okay if we're not happy. And it's okay if we're stressed out and we have, you know, a thousand things on our list to do. No, it's not. It is not okay. And so we have to create this awareness to realize, no, I'm not going there. I don't want to do that. But yet we can't make a change if we're not aware of what we are doing in the present moment. The third question is, you know, what part of you believes they shouldn't experience pain? 
right? Like pain is something that everyone goes through at some point in their life. But what part of us believes that they shouldn't experience it? And why should we make that decision? So that's just a a question that will really can take you very deep if you allow yourself to do that. And then the third thing is, or the fourth question is, when is my happiness secondary? And you may see some things here that have some common links. You may see some situations or some patterns that start to evolve where you are like, oh my gosh, yes, I I did it again. Or yes, this is where it is always happening in my life. So take some time. Look at these questions. Again, those four questions are, where do you take on other people's pain in your life? Where are you overwhelmed in your life? What part of you believes they shouldn't experience pain? And when is my happiness secondary? Look for the connections. Look for the similarities that happen when you answer these questions. So that is what I have for you today in terms of taking on other people's pain. And know that people are going to be disappointed because it's their garbage to work through. People are going to feel insecure with your change, your, your willingness to want to reinvent yourself, your, that, that passion within you, that knowing that it, it's time to pivot, it's time to lean into it and do something different. And those insecurities that other people are displaying is their garbage to deal with. And finally, your happiness is never secondary. Never secondary. So what is happening in in that mind, in that heart? What is resonating with you as you listen to this or watch this video? video? I would love for you to drop a comment, to message me. Um, You can do that on Facebook or you can email me at hello at michelleshutter.com. Would love to hear what you are taking away. And finally, don't forget if you are in the process Or if you're just like kind of at this place of, I don't know which way to go, right? In terms of reinventing thyself, make sure you grab the shortcuts. Like this journey is yours, but it wasn't meant to travel alone. So take advantage of the shortcuts and you can download those at www.reinventingthyself.com. Super simple, super easy. Um, I should say it's simple, but it's not always easy, right? Because when we reinvent ourselves, when we make a change, there's always things that bubble up to the surface that we have to go through, that we have to process, and we have to transform that energy. That's why it's coming up, right? It's here. It's showing up for a reason, and that reason is you're ready to move into the greater expression of yourself at this moment. But you can't do that by taking on other people's pain. So lean into the pivot without taking on other people's pain and really embrace the amazingness that comes with reinventing thyself and let your light shine. Until next time. 
Well, what are you waiting for? Whether you've pivoted and are unsure or you're on the verge of pivoting, there is no better time than now for you to begin. Want to know why? Because if it wasn't the right time, the pivot wouldn't have shown up. And to get you started, I've got three shortcuts to reinventing thyself. Just head on over to www.reinventingthyself.com and you can download it there. And don't forget to message me with the shortcut that resonates with you the most. One last thing, I know you and I are not the only ones that have leaned into the pivot. Be sure to share this with others so they can be supported too. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting me and sharing this message. Until next time.